हेलो माय आइसबक्स वेलकम टू द आइसबक शो विद सौरभ पुराणिक अ प्लेस टू फाइंड योर इंस्पिरेशन सो लेट्स अनकवर अवर टुडेज इंस्पिरेशन हु इज द इंडियन आर्मी वेटरन एंड ऑन्टरप्रेन्योर एंड फॉर्म बिलीवर ऑफ इथिक्स एंड इंटेग्रिटी हु सर्वड इन द वेस्टर्न सेक्टर ड्यूरिंग ऑपरेशन पराक्रम एंड ऑपरेशन रक्षक इन द स्टेट ऑफ जम्मू एंड कश्मीर ही इज अ फाउंडर ऑफ टैलेंट नॉर्थ अ फुल सर्विस टैलेंट एडवाइजरी फॉर्म ही इज एन एलुमिनस ऑफ इंडियन स्कूल ऑफ बिजनेस हैदराबाद In this episode he shared his Indian army experience that will help you to practically change your life. He talked about combat lessons, mental toughness and leadership. So guys, please listen to the episode with Major Praful Nangia sir only on the Icebox show. Let's grow together. Thank you Prapul sir for joining my journey and I welcome you on the Icebox show with Saurabh Puranik. Thank you Saurabh thank you for inviting me to the Icebox show. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Okay. So let's begin this episode with your Icebox story that is what things you worked on in the background. And uh, so you are a second generation officer. So it's right. naturally that uh, there is a love for Indian army. And but I would like to ask you that you chose NDA not OTA because that that shows you your focus and determination for the army. So what was your motivation behind joining the Indian army apart from your family? Okay, all right. So uh, sort of I've spent all my life in cantonment. Uh you know wherever my father went and whenever he had an opportunity to be with him. So you know you kind of followed him and stayed in small towns, small cantonments. uh from that point of view i think it was very clear that uh, maybe this is what i want to do uh plus i was very sure that i did not have the aptitude to be a doctor or an engineer and uh, in those days if you're from a small town i think there were very limited options after school uh as to what professional courses are available so the choices were limited you could go to the merchant navy uh you could go to nda uh, you could do hotel management uh or you become a doctor or an engineer uh from that point of view it was easy to say that okay maybe i should focus on nda and then see how it goes so that is how the decision was taken okay but sir uh, what did you learn about yourself uh, while joining the indian army and also the nda because in that age we are just teenager and we are not like focus about all these things so what did you learn about yourself I started learning much before I went. Uh, you know, when I went for my SSB and uh, after that the medicals, uh, one of the things that uh, the the doctors identified was wrong with me was that I was overweight. So I was about 16 kgs overweight, and uh, which meant that they gave you 21 days and you were supposed to go back for a re-medical. Uh, my father told me one thing very clearly. He says, "I'm not going to waste money." if you can reduce weight and show it to me before only then i will book a ticket for you and uh, so you know those 16 17 days to lose 16 kgs was was crazy and what i realized was that if you're focused then anything is possible you can do it so i i could not drop the full 16 i i dropped 14 kgs and then he said okay at least you shown me that you can do this so i will book your ticket and that is that is how i went for my re-medical Okay, but but uh, like this is about the NDA. But 
after joining the army because after clearing your course uh, that is in the india i think it is around 3 years of course hmm. uh, if i am not wrong so but then you joined the indian army and right. what you discovered about yourself because you did like professional uh, course i would say and then you actually uh, go into the field so there what was your realization okay i'll break it down into two parts uh, first is i think the learning from the academy itself and uh, india is is not an easy place it's quite tough uh, you know we're just out of school first time a lot of us are moving out of homes for the first time uh, so it takes a little while to settle down what i realized was that uh, you know while everything else is going on around you i think it's it's your mental strength which carries the day so from what i learned from the academy and you know there's a saying that everybody keeps talking about it in the academy all across all academies is that it is all mental and uh, you know if if you if you're not defeated mentally then you're still fighting and your body will follow what your brain tells your body to do so that was my learning from from india that it's all mental uh, nothing else uh, thereafter after i got commissioned and when i went to my unit there the learnings were very different and uh, you know what i realized was that uh, if your men are willing to follow you they trust you then then they they will also do anything you want from them right and which means that you need to look after people under you otherwise uh, they will never listen to you they will never uh, respect you uh, the last thing that i learned was that ethics and integrity are extremely important you know you have uh, soldiers coming from different walks of life you they may not be as educated as the officers uh, which is changing now now you're getting fairly educated uh, people joining as soldiers as well but they are not idiots they can see through a person they can figure out whether the individual is honest and upright or not so that was my learning to say that anything else is we'll figure it out but anywhere wherever ethics and integrity are involved there is there can be no negotiations it is either black or white there are no gray here that's that's true sir but uh, how did your uh, this army experience affect your life after the after leaving the army because that that transition is it's bit difficult for uh, for this people for like people like you who joined the army and that was a rigorous training and rigorous experience i would say so how this experience or learnings help you to cope up with uh, i would not say to cope up but to bridge that gap okay all right uh let me give you a background about what really happened so i had no intentions of leaving i was very happy with what i was doing um i was doing a course uh, which was the i opted for army aviation and there was this course going on at the uh, basic flying training school i met with an accident uh, i was in and out of hospital for about one year and uh, after that i realized that uh, you know my arm i broke my right arm pretty it was pretty badly messed up i realized that there was no fun in sitting behind a desk you know the the organization on its part did it did it did the right thing they would give you sheltered appointments sit behind a desk you know do paperwork but i don't think that's what i wanted to do uh so that got me thinking that you know maybe i can do something else and it is not something that came out of the blue it took some time to convince myself that okay 
uh, you know, can I do something else, firstly? Because I had not seen anything else out there, you know. Uh, I'd never seen a big city. Maybe I would come to Delhi once in a while on my vacations, but that's about it. And uh, so it took took a little while to believe that you can do something. Uh, I think that accident and, you know, the time it took to get myself back on track physically uh, taught me a few things. One is that if uh, life closes one door, it also gives you multiple options in terms of different doors and windows. And it is your choice what you open, right? And it is not the end of the world. I mean, uh, there are failures, but there are no permanent failures. I would rather call them setbacks. They're only setbacks. There are no permanent failures. Uh, the second is, I think it is just uh, a lot of confidence and self-belief which is needed because you're walking into an unfamiliar terrain and uh, you need to be prepared uh, for anything and everything. Which also means that you need to be willing to learn and unlearn, you know, uh, what was the way or what was the way to live life in your previous, in, in, that, uh, in that organization may not be the right way going forward. And so you have you have to let go of certain things to relearn, unlearn, and relearn. And it's a constant process, even today. Uh, you know, it, it continues. Uh, another thing I learned was it was so easy to just kind of forget yourself and start thinking, Ki, "How did this accident happen? Why did I do this? Why did I not do that?" Right? And it's so easy to get swallowed into that whole, I would say that uh, you know that hurricane of self pity. Uh, so. I think one big learning is that if anything goes wrong, there is no point going over it again and again. You just learn your lessons and you move on. Don't get stuck doing a post-mortem as to why this happened and why that not happened. All right, it happened. Shit happened. Uh, you learn and you move on. Make sure you don't put uh, put yourself in such a situation again. That's it. That's that's very true, sir. Because uh, we also like stuck in the victim mindset when something yes. goes wrong with us. Uh, but sir, uh, you saw multiple uh, deployments. That you you uh, like went to Western sector, then you went to the Jammu and Kashmir. So how did they differ from each other, and how you quickly established a credibility within the team? Because you uh, just recent like uh, previously spoke that you have to build credibility with your team because then and then only they can follow you, and they can follow any order and they can do anything for you. So how you quickly establish that credibility uh, within the team? Okay. Yes, I saw a mix. I saw a mix of the conventional and the unconventional. Uh, conventional was uh, during Operation Parakram, that was after the parliament attack and the Indian Army was mobilized. So there we uh, were primed for a conventional role. Uh, the war never happened and you know after that uh, everybody went back. We went to JNK from there. And in JNK it was a very different situation. It was a hybrid war. You did not know who the enemy was. Uh, it is not easy to identify a terrorist. They don't wear a uniform. Uh, they have no rules. It can be anybody walking on the street. Uh, so there, I think one thing I learned was that you know you need to adapt and you need to learn. Uh, you need to keep your eyes open, uh, which means that uh, you need to think through. You need to plan accordingly, uh, and. Uh, gear yourself up for that situation, right? So, if, for example, in a conventional war, you're talking in terms of facing, say, in that case, it was the Pakistan army, right? Uh, but here, when you're facing uh, these, these cowardly terrorists, then the only way to do it is you need to start thinking like them. 
uh, what can they do what would they be doing and you know where will this person come from what can he or she do and how do you adapt to that uh, so it was it was more of that it was more of uh, uh, more of, i would say uh, being very aware of your surroundings um, and you know learning from people around you uh, there are other units around you learn a lot from people who've already been there right in my case i was lucky my unit had had gone through a tenure in jnk earlier so there was some learning some some you know old timers were still around so they knew a little bit but of course things had changed drastically in between uh, but then the only thing is uh, you just need to be confident of yourself and your men uh, coming to your point about credibility uh, look like i said uh, these boys are very smart uh, and the only way you can you can kind of build that credibility with them is firstly in my case i was lucky because i spent 3 years in the unit till then so they knew me you know they knew me inside out so it was easy uh, but still at the same time you need to i mean they always keep looking at your behavior right your actions and whatever you do has to be uh, above reproach nobody can question why you did this and what you did you know it's nobody should be talking behind your back you sapne aisa kar diya ye nahi karna chahiye tab right so one is you need to be neutral uh you need to be very civil when talking with them uh they understand logic everybody understands logic right i mean there's no point losing your temper losing your cool it's just like having a conversation uh and making sure that you have the solution to any problem that they may have now that problem may be from a operational perspective it may be something happening on this man's home front you know wife mm. is not well parents are not well in some cases there is uh some land dispute going on and he needs some help you need to take out that time and how you can do it is by making sure that you know each and every person inside out right so you are supposed to as an officer you're supposed to know uh the date of birth anniversaries uh name of the spouse name of the children where is this individual from uh, by heart and uh first you keep keep in touch there are a lot of options or i would say a lot of avenues for uh informal conversations mm-hmm. just go have a cup of tea with them have a meal with them once in a while right if nothing else have a cup of uh, chai with them go to the langar find out what's going on make sure that they get everything that they are authorized mm-hmm. you know the army of course make sure that you're supposed to get three meals a day this is what it is supposed to be this is the quality of what you're supposed to get now as an officer your first task is to make sure that firstly as per authorization they get everything that is on paper right and secondly the quality is ensured because i mean no army works on an empty stomach right and and these are small things you know i mean do your men have a mattress to sleep or not uh, do you do they have a, a heating arrangement in their accommodation or not do they get hot water to have a bath not simple things they don't cost much but if you if you take care of that then they know ki ha ye saab jo hai hamara dekhbhal karega so then it becomes easy second i think is being approachable you know it's so easy to lock yourself up that oh i am the officer and i'm sitting in the office and everybody you know you come in only when i call you you have to be approachable uh they should be able to come to you you can't always keep going to them keep you know tell me what is the problem with you right but uh, if you're approachable you get to know a lot of things you can do a lot of good for them hmm. okay so so that means like uh, there should not be a barrier between you and your team and you should be empathetic towards them and you should take take care of your men so i think these are the things uh, major things we should uh, 
thing to you know, I you, think you're right i mean you can't be empathetic all the time you know that sometimes there are operational requirements right hmm. uh, so empathy doesn't work but then whatever the yardstick then it has to be neutral for everybody mm-hmm. it you can't be uh, playing favorites that okay you know just because i like this guy i will do something extra for him i will not do it for anybody else ha huh. okay and and there they they can see through you you know it's a, it's a very small uh, world out there mm-hmm. that's true sir hey guys you like what you hear so far so make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now this podcast is made possible by listeners like you so thank you for your support now get back to the show uh sir can you please tell us about a time where you had to deal with your inner con- con- uh, conflict uh, on the job and uh, you talk about your accident which happened so before that have you dealt with your inner conflict oh uh, yes i did uh there were certain instances wherein i felt that this is not the right way to do things right and there were two options one is you just keep quiet and go with the flow meri jeb se kuch nahi ja raha hai why should i bother the second is you should have the courage of conviction to stand up and tell whoever it is that you're wrong this is not the way it is supposed to be and this is the rule book this is how things need to be done right uh, again one thing comes out it's it's all about integrity you know i mean integrity can have various means it is not just about saying that uh, are you stealing money or not integrity can be to so many things right integrity towards your people integrity towards your profession so many things so yes i did face this thing wherein uh, i had two options i could just keep quiet or the second option was to say sorry i don't accept this and uh, i don't think this is right and this is why i don't think it's right so once you do that you you have you go to bed happy that you've done your job and as a as a young officer it doesn't matter to to junior in service for it to ever give ever effective so speak your mind and that's what i learned very quickly okay but sir uh, was there any person who had an impact on your life uh, during your career and can you share that story what was that event that make an impact on your uh, life yes firstly my parents uh, you know my father uh, retired as a colonel uh is commander to unit he command the unit i got commissioned to he commanded that unit so the men had seen me as a kid running around in shorts and then they saw me as an officer uh so i've seen how they've dealt with situations uh how they would conduct themselves and how they would treat everybody with a lot of respect and compassion and like i said they were always approachable so that is those are things that i saw as growing up as a child and of course you know so yes a lot of values which are imbibed in me with my by my parents i think yes that really uh, holds me i would say in good stead even today uh, the second is uh, you know there was this brigade commander uh, some mess up happened somewhere on a sunday and i was called to his office i was i was i was a captain that time and uh, i went to his office on a sunday and uh, he asked me he said sit down you know he didn't even tell me to sit down he was quite angry and it i mean basically after all the bullshitting was over then he asked me one simple question he asked me what have you achieved in life so i thought he is being sarcastic and i said excuse me sir he said no no he tell me what have you achieved in life so i thought the best 
say wait thing to do is just keep quiet you know you'll just forget about it and i'll get out of there but he kept insisting so i said sir i after 12 i went to india he said yeah that is because your parents paid their school fees paid your school fees uh, they made sure you're educated so you passed an exam and you went what else did you do and i said okay i i passed out of the academy he said yeah that's the academy's problem right once you get inside it is their job to make sure that you pass out also and so anyways it's continued like that and basically at the end of that conversation i realized that i started thinking that what have i really achieved in life right because everything you can you can give credit to somebody okay my parents did this my instructor did this my boss did this but what have you really achieved on your own and that is a question i still deal with on a daily basis when i think about it that okay what is it that i have achieved in life uh and uh, that's i think that keeps me very balanced uh to say that yeah probably i have not really i have not reached there as yet there's there's many miles yet to go okay so that's that's a really uh, thought provoking question he said that like armed forces officer are fearless and they don't like they are just brave people and like something like that so but what i feel is that knowing your weaknesses is the is the uh, is the way uh, is the best way to become a brave in in uh, our life okay so what was your greatest fear and how you overcome that look everybody has fears right um i think if somebody says that they are not scared of anything they are lying uh, you everybody is scared um uh, i don't think i ever had any real fear it was more of thinking all right क्या होगा ज्यादा से ज्यादा क्या होगा लेट्स जस्ट डू इट दैट वाज इन द फियर बट यस आई एम एक्सट्रीमली स्केयर्ड ऑफ स्नेक्स इवन नाउ आई रिकॉल दिस इंसिडेंट वी वर इन द डेजर्ट्स एंड देयर वाज फोर फाइव ऑफ अस वर स्टैंडिंग इन अ ग्रुप एंड यू नो देयर वाज दिस ऑफिसर ही हैड जस्ट कम बैक फ्रॉम द कमांडोस पोस्ट एंड ही वाज सेइंग ही वाज टेलिंग अस स्टोरीज अबाउट व्हाट हैपेंड इन कमांडोस दे कॉट देम हाउ कैच स्नेक्स एटसेट्रा एटसेट्रा एंड देयर वाज दिस रसल वाइपर व्हिच हैपेंड टू बी देयर and he said oh this is a russell viper and you know he was trying to impress us with his knowledge that if you stamp your foot here it's going to run there and you know this is how much it can jump and uh, because it russell viper typically bites you on the face right so they jump and um, so it was dusk and you know there was a torch on focused on the russell viper and we were all standing at a safe distance but observing all this drama suddenly the torch went out so it just stopped and it was pitch dark and all of us were jumping around because nobody knew where the snake is and everybody was scared so yes fear is always there uh, i think my biggest fear was moving out of my comfort zone you know you were so used to a way of life uh, that it becomes very difficult to do something any other way and uh, how you deal with that situation is you withdraw you know, stay within yourself so making sure that uh, you put out yourself out of that comfort zone do things which you don't like to do right or do it the way you don't like to do i think that that takes a lot of courage uh, that i think was my has been my biggest learning it's all right it's all right i mean they they can be a different way of doing things even if it is not the way you do it okay but sir how to stop being controlled by fear and failure because everyone like uh, that that particular thought like limits us to achieve our goals so how to stop ourselves uh, being controlled by this fear and failure thoughts one is you need to stop thinking 
right we we kind of over analyze uh, the decision matrix to say okay if i do this this is what is going to happen i think the best way to and you're you're only you have that fear uh, only when you're not taking decision the first thing is you need to learn to take a decision uh, which is not easy and you know at least my personal experiences you're always we are always happy to rely on others to take decisions for us and at some stage it you will when you have a conversation with your parents when you're young and you say all right you decide for me then you know right and so that at least when something goes wrong i can blame my parents ki aapne bola tha that is how this happened right uh, taking decisions is not easy uh, because that also means that you need to learn to live with the results of your decisions uh, but i think that's where it starts right you learn from your decisions you know okay probably this is the wrong decision maybe i will never do it again the next time and slowly i would say the level of success in the taking the right decisions increases because you learn from your own mistakes uh you know i i have this very interesting thing so army actually the indian army you know it's a zero error syndrome uh, nobody wants to see anything going wrong and i had this boss and he was very interesting a very different person and he said that look if you you're young now if you don't take decisions now when will you learn how to take decisions you can't be learning to take decisions at my age and as long as that decision uh is not killing anybody go ahead and take the decision jyada se jyada kya hoga right so just go ahead and take the decision you will learn uh the second thing linked to this is that look failure is temporary you may take a wrong decision that doesn't work out sure it doesn't work out it's like you're running you fall down what do you do pick yourself up you dust your hands and you move on right it's the same thing yes but sir what steps uh, one should take to achieve that uh, to achieve to take the decisions because every day we should do something practice in our daily life to improve our decision making skills and it's not a like one day job because you you just like taking decisions about your career taking decisions about your life or taking decisions about for that matter for like marrying a spouse or marrying a girl or boy so this something needs to be like uh, taken care daily mm. i would say and what steps one should take to improve those uh, decision making skills because like i can give my example because uh, just watching a tv like people uh, just we have a bunch of uh, apps here like netflix amazon prime and they have bunch of uh, movies and we cannot decide actually what movie i should watch or what no. things i should watch because these are the daily practices and there should be or there might be any some sort of frameworks or uh, steps uh, one can improve in their life so can you please talk us about those no. steps all right so now that you're talking about netflix I don't know if you have noticed, but Netflix has come up with a feature saying "play something," right? Hmm. It's just basically saying that okay, Netflix, you decide for me because I can't take a decision, uh, and we are happy to let Netflix decide. Look, I follow a simple uh, structure to decide. Uh, I don't spend too much time trying to figure out if it's right or wrong. I just look at it to say, okay, if this is what I need to do, uh, what is the worst case scenario? and am i am i willing to live with the worst case scenario of my decision if yes i will go ahead and take the decision right and it, as i mean i can give you examples of saying that you know when i started talent north uh, the whole idea was that okay you have a fairly cushy job there's 
a big brand behind you there are a lot of other people a lot of perks which will come with working with a big firm mm. what are you going to do alone on your own and i when i looked at it i said okay worst case scenario kya hoga maybe two years down the line i will go and find a job for myself right mm. so that was the worst case scenario and so therefore the decision making was very simple uh the second is we try to over analyze our decisions you know one thing i've learned in life and it's imbibed in you in the academy is that the first reaction is always the best reaction if you, after that if you start over analyzing and uh, you know overdosing your your instinct with logic that's where things go wrong okay your brain is uh, is designed in a way that it will take the right decision most of the time so uh, sir you talk about uh, mental toughness so how someone can become mentally tough like an armed forces officer and what are the stages of uh, mental uh, toughness all right uh, look the training is such uh, sort of that it breaks you down physically and mentally right and it reaches a stage wherein you're just surviving it is just about survival 2 hours 3 hours okay maybe through the night until next day morning uh what that does is that uh it prepares your mind uh slowly over a period of time to say all right i've been in such bad physical state right and nothing can can be worse than this i mean if you spend two nights out on a mountain in a trench filled with water there can be nothing worse than that right I mean, you're so you're chilled to the bone, and if you've done it uh, and survived, uh, there are a lot of learnings from these situations, right? To say that okay, if tomorrow there is a setback, I won't use the word failure. There is a setback. Uh, how do you deal with it? And you go back into your mind to say, okay, you know, that time in that situation, I had the setback, and this is what I did, right? to say that okay i mean in my case i say you know in the academy i had a small accident i had dislocated my shoulder and in a lot of instances i said i go back to i put my mind back there that all right i was literally down in the dumps how did i come out of it how did you come out of it there was a lot of hard work it was focused and dedicated hard work wherein you were very clear that this is what you need to achieve and then of course you also know that if mentally you are willing to take a decision your body will support you so the first way you can't toughen just the mind you have to toughen the body the mind will toughen as a result of that as as and how you keep pushing your body your brain becomes your mind becomes tough okay hey guys you like what you hear so far so make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now this podcast is made possible by listeners like you so thank you for your support now get back to the show so but sir uh, like you have might have faced the combat uh, during your tenure so what combat lesson you learned uh, that can apply to the civilian world also what are those like lessons like general lessons you could uh, talk about all right the first thing i i will say to this is that you should be an expert at what you do you should excel at it right and I, I relate this back to the first instance when I was put in, wherein there were live bullets flying around. Uh, you knew there is danger out there, but suddenly you realize that your brain, your mind is not working. You're mechanically doing things, 
which basically happens because you uh, you know the training takes over you stop thinking you stop analyzing you start doing things mechanically like a robot okay this is what i'm supposed to do i realized it afterwards that you know why did i behave like this and realized that it wasn't me it was just the training which suddenly took over which meant that you you need to know your trade i am calling it trade it could be a profession it could be a skill if you know that uh then everything else becomes so easy right for you you're a, you're a cyber security expert right if you know if you know what your profession your job um i don't think you're struggling there on a day to day basis right it's it's hygiene you know it and therefore that pushes you to say okay, okay look i know this particular aspect what more can i do because this is this is basic hygiene right i mean i, I so i'm a headhunter right so if i look at a if i look at a, a job description which comes in now there's certain things which are expected to be basic hygiene you're hiring uh, an investment banker financial modeling is basic hygiene right i should not be testing that person on financial modeling you tell me more right and that comes from uh, your expertise in what you do uh the second is i think you know and i'll i'll expand that not really combat lessons but okay these are these are combat lessons as well that look reputations are very very hard to make so they are very easy to break one wrong decision one uh wrong uh, i would say uh you know one wrong expression can spoil your reputation forever you know your body language can give it away right so so be very clear that you need to maintain and protect your reputation at all costs which will come from again two things right one is of course like i said your expertise your skill the second is are you a man of your word or not right i mean again integrity right uh, you know in a, in a normal work day to work basis it is like saying okay there is this assignment sorup by when can you come at it and sorup comes and tells me praful i will do it by wednesday right uh but if sorup doesn't do it by wednesday sorup has not uh, lived up to his word right mm-hmm. either don't come at you say okay i will try and do it uh, maybe by friday but i don't know right but if you've committed then you have to live to it otherwise you lose the trust of the of the other person mm-hmm. uh one more thing is uh, the willingness to learn and get your hands dirty you know we we all love to manage people uh everybody aspires that okay i have two people under me i managed a team of 10 people uh but the whole idea is uh are you willing to do it yourself or are you just the manager in the market okay you know you need to do this and you need to do that right uh, i think one thing which the army teaches you is that you cannot know everything and there should be no shame in asking you know all courses wherever you go Uh, even in the unit some equipment the men know it better because they've been doing it for donkeys years they've been manning that equipment uh and they are they are the ones who teach you they are the instructors right so they will obviously know it better uh but you should not feel oh but you know i am senior how can i go and ask them or how can i say i don't know how to do this be willing to ask be willing to learn and that is a big barrier in a lot of people they're not able to accept they feel embarrassed that how can i say i don't know how to do this and the third is to say look i mean if you don't know it just say you don't know it yeah i mean what's the point in bluffing hiding behind uh something uh you know making excuses you either know it or you don't know it you know as simple as that 
another thing is that you know as a, as a leader and even in combat situations i think what you learn is that um, success always belongs to the team but failure is only the leaders you can't say oh, but he or she did not do it you know she took a holiday off on saturday that's how this project is not being completed so on man you're the leader right? so so don't pass the buck i mean you you need to you need to have ownership for your job and your actions um and okay you know that's it's 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 very simple when in word but we have to practice okay so that's true sir like actually uh, we should be responsible for every situation which we face and that's uh, that's the thing we are missing right now because people are not responsible and uh, uh, they are just blaming each other and uh, people need to be responsible for that that's a, i guess that that's a basic uh, thing one should uh, have in their career or have in their life yes you know i there's there's this very interesting saying uh, in the army at least uh, that you know the bamboo always comes from the top and the thickness of the bamboo keeps increasing as it keeps going down but somebody some leader somewhere has to just absorb all of it and not pass it down that's true sir so my next question is that like what indian army taught you about unpredictable situation and uh, or unpredictable change within your life or as well as in the business because that's something is is like no one is prepared about but Hmm. we should we can plan those or we can anticipate those uh, changes in our life so what was your learning about this unpredictable changes uh unpredictable changes okay the first is look i mean one thing i learned was that uh, you should plan always plan um, you know this plan diligently cater for contingencies have have backup plans uh, for something that may come up because the first thing which jumps out of the window you know when the first bullet is fired is the plan itself right so while you may plan it will your it will never go according to the script uh the second is you need to like i said you need to trust your instincts first reaction is always the right reaction uh, you can don't waste time trying to over analyze uh the third is never lose sight of the big picture uh you know we get so bogged down by certain day to day routine monotonous activities that we, we just forget to look at the big picture uh and that's what in whether it's in business in a profession in a job that's what you need to be you need to be uh, focused on right uh one more thing i think is very important is willingness and the ability to adapt you know as as you start doing something you become very rigid in your thought and action Uh, I think what I've learned is be open to suggestions. You may have decided what you have to do, but be open to suggestions because once in a while you will come across a suggestion which will improve your original thought of action, right? And and you can't just be close to that idea. So listen to everybody. If you feel there is value, accept it. Otherwise, do what what you feel is the right thing to do. Uh, another thing is you should have an opinion. You know, a lot of us go through life without ever having an opinion only. Okay, आप कह रहे हो ठीक है, okay, you know, if, if it's okay with you, it's okay with me, right? Have an opinion, uh, and have the courage to voice your opinion. But at the same time, be careful that you should not get rigid. Don't don't come across as somebody who's 
uh, a deet in a sense ki you can say anything to that person he or she is not going to change their mind on right if somebody is explaining something to you with logic and you find that logic appealable uh, then then accept it but have an opinion because otherwise what happens is you don't have an opinion tomorrow when things go wrong you'll be the first person saying ki see i already knew it that this is going to go wrong that's that's correct sir so uh, you studied and worked with the best mind beat nda uh, isb army and mdi gurugao so what are the common qualities between these people and uh, what qualities are required to leave our comfort zone because you left your comfort zone that is the reason you lost your weight within that period in the in the in the span of 16 days so what are the qualities are required to uh, leave the our comfort zone Oh, all right. Uh, look, one is a fact of life, and statistics will bear me out. Is that you win, lose, you you win some, you lose some. You cannot always win, but of course you should win the critical uh, battles, and that's something which you should be comfortable with. Uh, and you know what I realized about uh, people uh, who who excel, whether it's in the army or outside. is that uh, they are extremely passionate about what they do uh, and they are very good at execution uh, the second is they are also smart enough to quickly identify and accept that okay these are things they cannot do it themselves because they don't have the skills there is no point for me to start learning how to you know so i like if i have to get a website created there is no point i do it can i do it yes is it worth it no right uh, so it's exactly like that so you need to identify what you're good at and what you're not and what you're not then you need somebody to do it for you uh, the third thing which is very common is how do they prioritize things you know like i said the big picture you should know i mean as a rule do it first thing in the morning or last thing at night to say okay what is the priority for the next day what is it that you're going to achieve right and and that's how you go about it because there will be certain mundane things and you will realize that you spent half a day just doing some silly uh, mis filling which which could have been done maybe over the weekend if not right uh, whether where they were but there were bigger issues at hand uh, one another thing is that you know you should know your profession and i tell you one thing i would have realized is that uh you know you might say that the promoters for example right the promoters are like this promoters are like that uh but i've realized that a promoter knows his industry or his product better than the professional uh you know you talk about any industrialist they will know their business better than the ceo that they hire uh which is because they are really passionate they treat it like a baby it doesn't look like work for them uh and why that happens again is because uh they have the skill which is needed right so it again comes back to saying do you know what you do uh, do you know everything that is to be known about your particular uh, profession and if you do then then you don't need to waste time uh, or energy focusing on how to deliver on your basics you know then you can add more value uh and one last thing which is of course the willingness to learn and the willingness to say okay or accept that i or the openness to accept that i don't know this there's no shame in saying i don't know it but i'm willing to learn but sir um, 
like people often uh, talk about that how to create a uh, great team and people generally take only those within the team uh, who have like they are like minded people but i would say that that will not create a good team so hmm. what is according to you what characteristics uh, characteristics or character are required to build a great team uh, for any organization or for any task i would say right uh look it's a it's a it's a myth uh if somebody believes that if you get all 90th percentile people and you staff them and that's your team all high, all top performers on the extreme right of the bell curve and you know you'll have an amazing team it's a misnomer it doesn't work like that and one simple if you want to movies i don't know if you've seen moneyball that's that's a real life example right mm. uh, they were all 60th 50th percentile in terms of ability but as a team that they delivered uh the trick is again sort of about how do you carry the team along uh you can't if you have all star performers in your team uh even then they will not deliver if you can't make sure that they're focused and directed uh, well right they need to be focused on the task at hand they need to be all looking in the right direction uh and Uh, so therefore, you need average performers. You of course need a few good performers, and the thumb of rule is, twenty percent of people in an organization carry eighty percent of the weight of the organization. That's the thumb rule, and we should accept it. Okay. So, uh, have you any like, uh, have you have any personal experience uh, that help you to become a good leader? Because uh, so. there may be some instances that you like you have to deal with some people that are that are like uh, that are not listening to you but so what are your personal experience that help you to become a good leader you should know your people well sort of uh, you know again there is no there is no one size fits all uh, you need to adapt so for example there might be somebody who is very soft spoken and you don't need to even raise your voice with them right but there you can convey things very subtly uh so every individual as a leader you should know who how to deal with whom at and at what time right and the second thing is as a leader you also need to understand how much can you push an individual you need to know when to back off uh the second is i think what i what i personally feel is that uh the integrity of the leader percolates to everything you know the team sees it you know people might be working on their workstations but they are keeping an eye on on the team leader as well as to what is the team leader doing right uh as a team leader you also need to be able to identify what are the strengths and weaknesses of each person in your team who is best suited for what task uh and the second is uh, you need to have uh, Okay, I, I don't know whether I should give this example or not. Uh, sometimes how you behave with the person will also depend on what's, say, for example, what's the background of that individual, right? Uh, if, if for example, you're dealing with somebody from, say, the northern states, and the person is very hot-headed, there is no point getting angry with that individual because uh, they will then not do it. You know, ego comes into it. But there are better ways of. of making sure that the neutral works right uh, so you need to identify what works with whom uh and then do it it just cannot be you can't be throwing the rule book all the time 
uh, at the same time maybe sometimes there is a genuine reason why an individual is not being able to deliver and you should be able to catch it very quickly something is wrong right and and look we are all human beings there are red flags which show up in every team meeting you know that that person is not in the right frame of mind why is the person not happy with the job is the person interviewing somewhere else is he about to you know jump ship whatever right or is there something wrong at home the person is not comfortable and as, as a leader you need to know what's going on so you have to be sensitive enough to identify and pick up these uh, subtle signals that the people around you give out okay so so my last question is that uh, what is something you think that everyone should try in their life at least once uh, in their life so what are those things you would recommend to people that they should at least experience uh, once in their life <laughs> all right uh, i think one is push push yourself physically you know uh, build your mental strength um, and as the body responds your mind will grow stronger the second is i would encourage everyone to make a list of things that they're not comfortable with right you don't like to read books maybe make a list of the top 10 books that you you will never read in your life and then force yourself to read those books hmm. uh you know you don't like crowds i don't like going to malls right because i i'm very uncomfortable to too many people around but i force myself to do it once in a while it is important uh not in not in this environment of course this is pre corona uh, you are very uncomfortable making small talk with people make it a point to pick up a conversation with co passengers taxi drivers your pan wala have a chat find out what's going on you know i i tell my nephew who is a 6 year old very picky, uh, picky about food and i always tell him one thing uh, that you know if anything you give him and he says no i don't eat it so i asked him one question i said have you tried this earlier he said no and i told him i said if you've not tried it how can you say you don't like it take a bite then you tell me you don't like it i will believe you So, so that's 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 the way I think one should look at life. You should try everything uh, without uh, before saying that uh, you know you uh, you don't like it. Okay. Okay. So uh, like, does that mean that uh, documenting our life will uh, help us to like uh, to be uh, to live in a structured way or to live in a like more focused way? I don't believe in documentation. I'm not saying that. All I'm saying is that, uh, for example, all right. um have you written a book sort of as yet uh, yes i am <laughs> i am doing that all yes. right okay then then talk let's talk about something else um it could be anything it's it's like saying that uh, you know i have a lot of things which i don't like to do uh but i force myself to do it for example i'm i'm not very experimental with food i i like a certain set uh cuisine and i i eat only that right but Uh, I force myself once in a while to order something which I don't like, or which I think I don't like. Uh, it could be like saying that, okay, uh, you know, you you sometimes reach a stage in life wherein you want everything very planned. Mm-hmm. That okay, I'm going to go on holiday. I'm going to leave on this date. I'm going to stay in this hotel. Sometimes just pick up the car and get out of the city. Uh, we'll see. You know, I've done a trip with my son. We we had two uh, three days off. We traveled one and a half days, and we came back. Uh, it, there was no destination in in mind it was just time one and a half days you can travel okay okay so my last question is like 
little bit personal so what you like about this uh, show and uh, and what encourages to like be on this show and uh, and what you like about this particular guys book show so when we spoke sorob i think what you told me that you know the whole objective of uh, the iceberg show is actually to motivate the youth uh, show them or showcase different aspects uh, i think that was very appealing you know there's a lot of clutter around uh, but this is very focused you are trying to do some good to somebody and uh, personally i feel that you learn from others experiences and i think what you're doing is creating very concise uh, given the attention span of, of people around today to say it's a very concise nugget uh, of experiences i wouldn't say advice or anything it is just experiences uh, and let people at least listen to this and maybe they can you know draw some uh, draw some learnings from this um, i will like to add one thing you know i mean it just triggered a thought experiences right uh, So when I got commissioned, uh, a lot of people in my family sort of they were, they were in the armed forces, and one of my uncles, retired colonel sir, he called me for a drink. He said, "Okay, you've gotten commissioned. Come have a drink with me." So I went to his house in the evening, and uh, we sat down and he started asking questions. Okay, so when you go to the unit, so you know I was in artillery, so we have uh, batteries like uh, the sub units are called batteries. So he said, "Okay, so how many men in a battery?" I said, "Until you know, 120 men." He said, "Okay, how many men in the regiment?" I said, "400 men." So he said, "That's huge. Why are you excited?" I said, "Yeah, of course I am." Uh, but he said, "Okay, good. That's good. But uh, while you have 400 men uh, around you, and you know uh, that you will one day be leading, but never forget that there are also 800 eyes and 800 ears watching and listening to everything that you do. So don't ever put yourself in a situation wherein you." Uh, uh you don't live up to the ideals of your family of your unit uh, and always keep it in mind that somebody is always listening and watching you I, it just triggered so i thought i should i should share no, that's that's really a great advice uh and that is where like coming back to the integrity part <laughs> which right. which you yes. really emphasize on that so that's that's a great learning and uh, i would thank you for like for helping me to uncover your life stories and your experiences so i am really thankful for that and i wish that uh, you could uh, spread more positivity uh, on this show so i'll request you to come again on this show thank you so much saurabh it's been a pleasure speaking with you and all the best uh, i'm pretty sure iceberg the iceberg show is going to become very big very soon and you know i'm, I'm always there to support you sure sir thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, sir. You have just listened to the episode with Major Praful Nangia, sir, with your host Saurabh Pranik on the Icebox Show. You can also tell me about your takeaways from this episode on LinkedIn at Saurabh Pranik and on Instagram at underscore Saurabh Pranik. Thank you for listening to the Icebox Show. We hope you enjoyed our deep conversation and got the inspiration to push your limits. So guys please share the podcast with others on social media subscribers rate the icebox show and leave a review it is greatly appreciated thank you again and i will see you next time until then let's grow together